I just think that's rock and roll, but that's what it is. This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. You gotta give it all you got or forget it. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have a party. They've done it again. I'm going underground. Get this. This is Suburban Underground with Drew and Steve on Bedford 1051. Welcome back to Suburban Underground. We are your hosts, Steve, Andrew, and John Lamoureux from the Hustle Podcast. Woo-hoo. That's right. We have a special guest this week. We are lucky enough to get John back with us again, and uh, it's going to be a good one, folks. So, uh, John, you had a really good idea. Can you explain what we're going to talk about today? So, I use you guys while. <laughs> once I start, once I'm really feeling a song, I'll send it to you guys and say, hey, why don't you play this? And you've done that a couple of times. And recently I was I was just going down the rabbit hole of songs that really moved me. And you and I, Steve, were talking about what the topic of our next show should be. And I thought, what if we picked songs that really moved us? So that's what I suggested. I think we're going to find here that all three of us are moved by very different things. <laughs> and to be honest, I don't know why you guys are moved by some of the things you're moved by. But we'll, we'll get into it. Yes, we will. Uh, yeah, I think this is a great idea for a show because they're always good and they're always fun, pick themes, but they don't always get personal. So this is yeah. give the listeners a special insight into our psyches. And moved can mean different things to different people. As we will find out later. We're going to start off with one of your picks, John. We're going to go in order of you, Drew, and then myself. And the first song we have from you is Awake by Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Do you want to talk about why that song moves you? Yeah, you'll notice the theme of my songs. I'm finding that I really like these grand, epic statements. <laughs> I like the feeling that you are in a dark, dark cave and far <laughs> off somewhere some light is shining and you go toward that light mixed with a sort of a tent revival, lift your spirits, amazing grace kind of feeling. And uh, I really love this band because they can get really beautifully dark This song is just epic. There are moments in this song where I feel like the guitars are just reeling in the same kind of pain, existential exorcist pain that it wants you to feel as your spirit awakens, just like the name of the song. I feel it strongly, and so I wanted to share it. Great. This is Awake by Black Rebel Motorcycle Club from their album BRMC from 2001. Stick around after this for David Bowie and Billy Bragg.
All right, that was my first pick, Awake by Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. I'm really curious what you guys thought of that. Drew, let's start with you. So your description of this song in the beginning was pretty spot on, and I liked it. I think Black Rebel Motorcycle Club should be a dark band based on their name. I remember getting their first album and being slightly disappointed that it wasn't quite as dark as I wanted it to be. This one is sort of dark and brooding and mysterious, but hopeful all at the same time. It's a good song. And I like these guys. They're pretty good at this kind of stuff. Definitely have that moody feel to a lot of their songs, which I like. I like the buildup in this song. Yeah. The slow buildup. That was very nice. All right, so my pick is also dark, but in a different way. Not quite so brooding, but sad. So Billy Bragg, as longtime listeners of the show will know, is one of my favorite musicians, despite his politics. He has uh, more ballads and more love songs than he does political songs. If, if you only know him for his political stuff, you're missing out. This is a song Billy Bragg wrote many decades after his father died, and it's about losing his dad as a boy. His dad died from cancer when he was a teenager, I believe. It took him a long time to come to grips with that, and I think the outcome of this grieving song from a mature adult about losing his father is just absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. So this is Tank Park Salute by Billy Bragg. Kiss me goodnight and say my prayers Leave the lights on at the top of the stairs Tell me the names of the stars up in the sky Taps on a window pane that feeling smothers me again. That is it true that we all have to die at the top of the stairs is darkness at the top of the stairs is darkness.
So that was my pick for my first song that moves me, Billy Bragg's Tank Park Salute, which is a song about his father. And his mother comes to his concerts and requests this song every time, even though it makes her cry. What did you guys think? You tear up? I will say that I love Billy Bragg because of his politics. (laughs) But I don't listen to him as often as I probably should, probably because it's not fun to listen to Billy Bragg. (laughs) Some of it is. Well, yes, his music is so political and revolution. You know, you've got to feel it. Yeah. You've got, it's motivating action. You don't just passively listen to Billy Bragg. No. I have to be in the right mind frame to want to get in there and really feel something strongly and get wound up. That's what he's perfect for. It is a beautiful song. Yeah, I thought it was a very nice song too. And I, I'm a fan of Billy Bragg. He's got some songs that don't have the um, anger instead have very nice soft sound to it and this is one of those and i like it a lot he's an emotionally compelling musician his heart is deep in every song he does Mm -hmm. and uh, i think that's what makes him so powerful all right so uh coming up next is my first pick this is from david bowie's album ziggy stardust why does this song move me well lyrically it's so abstract i have no idea what it's saying it doesn't make sense to me but it really builds and builds and toward the end the strings come in to really fill out the sound and an echo effect is added to Bowie's vocals and Mick Ronson starts wailing on the lead guitar. There's these different sounds that come in, like squealing noises. If you really immerse yourself with headphones, toward the end it just gets so powerful. That's why I like it. From 1972, it's Moon Age Daydream. I'm an alligator coming for you I'm the space invader I'll be a rock and rolling bitch for you Keep your mouth shut Just walk like a big monkey bird And I'm busting up my brains for the world
That's Moon Age Daydream, or when I was a teenager, I used to call it Moonage Daydream <laughs> from David Bowie. I agree. This is a great headphone song. One of the things that makes this song is you listen to something like this and you're just reminded what a absolutely brilliant songwriter Bowie is, but also what a brilliant arranger he is. Um, I mean, he composes songs and puts them together almost like a classical composer. The beauty of the melody combined with the staccato guitar and the way he just jams the guitar in to raise you up and then stops and leaves you hanging for a second. You're like on this little cliff mm-hmm. when the guitars come in and out. It's just an incredible work of musicianship. It's a fantastic song. As you guys probably know, David Bowie is my number one. Of course, I think this is a classic rock and roll song. I've never thought of it in terms of moving me. If it moves me, it moves me to like throw up my Dio devil horns, you know, in like true <laughs> rock and roll fashion. It's not an emotional thing. It's more of a guttural thing. Like, heck, yeah, this rocks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it moves me that way. It has that component to it combined with uh, this sort of underlying emotional ability to grab you if you're yeah. in the right mood. All right. This song is one of my favorite songs of all time, and it's by an artist that I'm not actually that into, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. And it's a song called There She Goes, My Beautiful World from 2007. I picked this song because going along kind of with what I was saying before about BRMC, I'm a sucker for rock songs with a gospel feel to them. Mm -hmm. You put some black ladies singing back up on one of these rock songs, and I am a sucker. And this is a song about writer's block. (laughs) I just feel like it lifts the spirit. It's religious. You know, you're feeling everything. All of your senses are on fire. And it's because Nick is taking you to church in a (laughs) rock church. And I love it. So for my second pick, there she goes, my beautiful world from Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Stop it, Abby! Stop it, Abby! Stop it, Abby! 
Bad Seeds. This song is literally in like my top 10 all time, gentlemen. I want to know what you think, Steve. Let's start with you. <laughs> like you, I'm not that much of a lyric guy, so I didn't even notice that it was about writer's block. I figured, there she goes, my beautiful world. He's looking at a woman or his wife. It's definitely a nice song, and I do like the, the gospel background vocals. I'm kind of a sucker for that, too. But yeah, I liked it a lot. I don't like Nick Cave and did not like this song. I <laughs> I'm surprised, actually. Yeah, no, I know. I just, it's. I don't know what's not to like. Uh, I found it predictable. Kind of knew where it was going before it got there. I'm sort of the opposite of you in terms of the crescendo songs with the background singers. If it's done perfectly, I really like it, but it has to be done just right. And most of the time, it's not. And so it didn't come together for me. The pieces of it just didn't gel, didn't grab me and move me. I would definitely switch the channel if this song came on. You're weird. You have no idea how weird. Wait till we get on later in the show. <laughs> this next song is not something I would have picked for Suburban Underground, but I thought this show gave us the opportunity to pick songs that don't normally fit in our genre base. So I am a big fan of Sade, believe it or not. I just think she is very soulful 
and she's got a great groove to a lot of her songs. And her uh, 2000 album, Lover's Rock, is absolutely great. This is the best song on it. It's called By Your Side. Just listen to the sway of the song and the soothing lyrics and the way she is just very comforting, almost in a motherly way. It's intended to be a lover's way. It's a very, it is a sensual song. It's a very soothing song. And I think it's just a very uplifting and romantic song. This is By Your Side by Sade.
Okay, guys, so that was Sade, who has never been played on this show before and probably never will be played again on this show, but I love this song. What did you think? There's a theme to some of the rest of your picks, which are great artists, wrong songs. <laughs> and this is one of them. I have never liked this song. Really? It sounds like a bloodless song that Dido would have done in her sleep. And nobody <laughs> wants that. You Sade don't like the guitars? Is so... What? The guitar in this, that sort of circular kind of guitar sound she has on here. It's so good. It's boring. It's going to put me to sleep. (laughs) And the thing is, Sade is fantastic. Yes, she she is. She is soulful and she's sexy and she's sensual. You play something like No Ordinary Love and I am there. (laughs) This song does not do her justice. She is better than this. Uh, I have never liked this song. Oh, man. I think maybe you and Steve are much more melody guys for rock. I really like rhythm, and I just love the rhythms of the song. It's got this wonderful underlying rhythm. Boring. <laughs> um, I, I liked it, but it's definitely not from my favorite period of Sade's career. I like her early to mid-80s, more jazzy, mm. sophisticated. I mean, I like her 90s stuff when she got a little bit more groovy and soulful, but I thought it was pretty good. All right, so coming up now is a song that I can't tell you why it moves me, because the song makes no sense whatsoever, but it's this overwhelming wall of sound, and the feel of it just really gets me every time I listen to it. I know it's not for everybody, because when I went to see Simple Minds with Harry, our station manager, and my brother, after this song was played, I was like, that was awesome, and my brother was like, that was terrible. (laughs) Anyway, this is from Simple Minds Black and White album from 2005, and the song is Dolphins. Drag me down 
Right, that was Dolphins from Simple Minds. What do you think, John? Again, Simple Minds are one of my favorite bands of all time. And it's funny, when I listen to this, I think, remember back in the days, music writers would often throw in that term glacially paced. Mm. And it was 
to prove how smart they were. And then it got so <laughs> overused that it became a cliche. And now I listen to a song like this and I'm reminded that cliches exist for a reason. I love Simple Minds and this song takes forever to get going. And once it does, it doesn't go anywhere interesting. It just lays there. So again, great band, wrong song. See, it's funny. I don't like Simple Minds all that much. They just kind of, most of the songs that I know of them that aren't their big hits, do just what you described to me. They just lay there. They don't move me. They don't grab me. They don't do anything. I'm having heart palpitations. <laughs> <laughs> me too. But, but I like the song. I didn't really quite care for his voice in the song, but I like the buildup. I like the pace. I can see why you would definitely want to put headphones and lay on the couch and just let the song take you over. I thought it was good. Well, I know my brother will be switching the channel when this song comes up. Okay, so for my third pick, we're kind of keeping it along these same lines of spiritual rejuvenation. I'm going with a song called Happy With You by a French band called the Bewitched Hands. You can tell they're French sometimes. Their uh, accents show up in these songs a little bit. I don't exactly even know what they're talking about. And I downloaded the rest of the album that this song came off of called Birds and Drums from 2010. And I didn't like anything else on it. <laughs> but I find this song really, I just love the sentiment of someone singing a song about being happy with someone and that it's a happy song and that it's actually like a soul exploding kind of song. It doesn't just lay there like your last two picks. <laughs> and so I just wanted to set my soul on fire. And this song will do that to me. All right. So this is Happy With You from The Bewitched Hands.
I was happy with you by the Bewitched Hands. I want to know if you guys are happy with this song. Let's start with you, Drew. I'm I'm fairly happy with it. I actually enjoyed this song. I didn't expect to. I shouldn't like it, but I liked it. It was sort of Beatlesque in a way. There was a little bit of the late Beatles, Ravi Shankar-esque influences in this song. I felt like you know it was happy. I enjoyed it. I I liked it. It didn't really do that much for me. I didn't hate it, but um, I thought it was pretty good. You guys are so weird. <laughs> oh, it's about to get weird. <laughs> Suburban Underground. With Drew and Steve, Bedford 1051's alternative mixtape show. When we set up this show, the theme was songs that moved us, but we didn't define move. So I interpreted it in a slightly different way for this song. This takes me back to age 14, back in the day when hip-hop was just getting started. There was this explosion of hip-hop bands, and they were dance bands, mostly. Before hip-hop grew into just, you know, like being angry and yelling, it was about dancing. There was this band that came out of nowhere, put out one album, and blew everyone away, and then kind of faded away and vanished because that's all they had in them. And this song is called Jam On It from 1984, from the peak of breakdancing. It might move you to throw up, but it'll probably move you to dance, which is what it's supposed to do. I just, I loved the song when it came out, and I still have it on my phone and listen to it every now and then. It's Nucleus Jam on it. Jam on it. Yeah, yeah, we know, we know.
All right, guys, get off the cardboard, stop spinning, and let me know what you thought. I absolutely love this song. Um, <laughs> I love, love classic R&B and funk. And I feel like you're cheating because this is alternative radio here. And if I had known that I could have expanded my reach into classic R&B, I would have done it. And I, I like it. I'm glad you found the three and a half minute version of it instead of the eight minute. <laughs> Technologically, this song for the time felt really advanced. There was nobody coming yeah. out with um, that kind of sound. Actually, like, you know who else was? Shannon. Remember Shannon? I do remember Shannon. But I thought this but one sounded... Play. Yeah, Shannon was giant. But I mean, this song was so big. You think of like New York hip hop bands and this song was so big, it was playing in rural small town America. It saturated everything. I love it. Coming up now, Roxy Music from their album Flesh and Blood from 1980. The song is Oh Yeah. And we're going to get a little meta here because this song is about a guy who is moved by a song. Whoa. It tells a story about a song that, that the narrator and his girlfriend first hear in the car on the way to a movie. And after some time, it becomes their song. Then much later... They're no longer together, and he's driving alone and hearing this song, and it brings tears to his eyes. I love this song. It's Oh Yeah by Roxy Music.
said goodbye And now we lead our separate lives But where am I? Where can I go? Oh, yeah. Roxy Music. I have a two-word reaction. Oh, no. Seriously? <laughs> I did not like that song. I'm not a big Roxy Music fan. I, I like a, a few other things, but I think they try too hard sometimes. Mm, anyway. Interesting, interesting perspective. John? <laughs> yeah. I love Roxy Music. I don't love this song. Going back kind of the Sade thing, I feel like these guys are better than this. They can do mm. better than this. They started out in their career so exciting, doing unique things that no one had ever done before. And by the end, I know people love Avalon, and that's a really good album, but by the end, around this time, they were getting really croonery. Brian Ferry's, you know, wearing the silky dinner jackets and yeah. kind of the pompadour, and he's going a different direction. And I going back to that word I used before, bloodless. I do like this song, but I like it like a 5 out of 10. I love the band a lot better. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, John, about their trajectory. By this, a lot of the Roxy music I've heard more often than I wanted to was this period. And um, if I'm going to listen to a, a crooner try to do some sort of jazz standard type song, I'll listen to jazz standards. Like I, <laughs> I don't turn to pop music for that or to rock music yeah. for that. Pick up Country Life. That to me is the best Roxy music album. And I think it's like their fourth and it's them at their peak. I'll agree with your trajectory on their career. But I don't think that takes anything away from this song. I still think this is a great song. So everything I just got done saying, and I've played three of the most epic, grandiose, soul-raising songs I can think of for you guys, and I'm going in the absolute opposite direction for this one. We're going quiet. We're going dark. We're going dark night of the soul. This is called In Spite of Me by the band Morphine. I like Morphine, but they were a little bit of a gimmick. You know, bass player, a drummer, and a bass saxophonist. That was it. But this song doesn't feature any of that. It's just like the lead singer and a mandolin. 
and it's gorgeous. And it strips everything away to just the bare essentials of a guy having kind of the dark night of the soul, loving someone who he's imperfect. They know he's imperfect. It's a beautiful sentiment from a beautiful song. I thought it was okay. I'm not a big morphine fan. And I know like you said, John, this is not typical of their sound. They don't really do a whole lot for me. I think they are kind of gimmicky, like you said, but I thought this song was pretty good. I like the band and um, I like the song. I didn't expect to like it because of what you said in the introduction. I actually like their bass and, and saxophone combo. I think that's really powerful and different and interesting and they do it in a dark way that makes it fun. So I was expecting that and didn't get that and still like the song. It's just typical dark morphine. Enjoyed it. Okay. I feel like I've hit a home run here and you guys are only giving me credit for a double. <laughs> but well, I, let me say, I th you know, I, I have to listen to the song a little more to see how much I really liked it, but I enjoyed it. Okay. It, it's funny when you're, when you're listening to, to songs like we were for this show, you're not necessarily listening to them in the same way that you would to really get attached. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. uh, I think you're listening to them with a more discerning ear. So now I got to go back and listen to these with the lights off and just by myself. And sometimes songs take a while before they start to move you. Yeah, True. except for Nucleus. <laughs> All right, so John, people can find you wherever fine podcasts can be found, and they can tweet you at, at The Hustle Pod and go to your Facebook page where you put a poll every day, and I read them every day. I don't always answer because sometimes they're heart-wrenching decisions which I can't make, but I usually do answer them. And your Facebook page is The Hustle Podcast. That's right. Thank you for participating, Steve. And you and anyone else out there who just feels too conflicted to just vote in a rock and roll poll, get over it. It's supposed to be fun. <laughs> True. And for Suburban Underground, we can be found at Suburban Underground Radio on Facebook, at SUBedford1051 on Twitter, and on Instagram, Suburban Underground. Thanks, John. It was a pleasure having you with us today. You too, as always. Thanks, John. To close out this week's special Suburban Underground with John Lamoureux of The Hustle. This is In Spite of Me by the band Morphine on their Cure for Pain album from 1993. <music> I know.